we've gone through so much like I don't know like academic training if that's like a term where you're like oh you have to be like there's so much rules and how to start a sentence and how to how to whatever and when people decide to go into business and start their own like I don't know Instagram or email marketing the first thing they go to me for is like Colleen yo I don't know how to be myself and when I try to compare like their post and versus when I speak to them it's like completely different it's like night and day and I guess like People struggle so much to take that filter out, that uh-huh. academic filter out. And I think that's the beauty of audio. Welcome to the Online Creator Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Tradewell, founder of May & James Co., a creative digital company. Building a brand is about human connection. I am here to help you articulate your story through strategy, development, and execution. I believe that anything is possible at any age and at any stage of business. The only limits we have are the ones that we place on ourselves. I want you to feel like you are supported, not alone, and that you are able to take action quickly. On this podcast, expect to hear interviews from a wide range of guest speakers, bite-sized solo episodes from myself, bingeable episodes that will give you insights, different perspectives, and actionable strategies to help you reach your goals personally and professionally. Now let's get into the show. Colleen Florendo is the owner of The Copy Tea, a copywriting studio that specializes in conversion copywriting, course launches, and brand messaging. Her mission is to revolutionize the marketing space by helping the quiet yet bold, multi-passionate visionaries just like you so you can focus on amplifying your zone of genius and continue to impact more people all while having the time to actually have fun in your business. She does this through leveraging a mix of data, marketing psychology, and personality to help brands increase brand awareness, establish credibility, and make sales. In this conversation, we talk about how she finds success in marketing her business all while being an introvert herself, and how to find your voice in a saturated market. Let's get into the conversation. Hi, Colleen. Thank you so much for joining me today. I've been looking forward to this conversation for a while now. And, you know, we've been talking about adding audio to our own businesses for a long time. And I'm so excited that we're here to talk about it today. Yay, thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm just so like excited to be here. Um, we've been talking about this for ages, mm-hmm. and I'm just so, so proud of you, honestly. Aw, thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's just dive right in. Like, how how have you used and leveraged audio in your business and life? Like, do you use it for marketing? Like, where do you, where do you use it? Yeah, sure. So I don't think, okay. So I've done a couple of, um, I guess, podcast interviews in the past, 
And I've noticed like whenever I would send it out when like I'm doing cold pitches or just sending in my portfolio, like adding it along, people are like, oh my God, cool. She's like a legit expert. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, so it really like established, I guess, my authority and expertise um, in this online space, which I really love because you already know this. I hate video. <laughs> I hate yes, video yes. with a passion just because like I can just take so much retakes and it's just never perfect. Either my eye is twitching or my bangs are in the way and it's just like the message just gets so diluted from all the retakes. So yes. yeah, I, I can totally see like how powerful audio is. Awesome. And what about, have you had speaking opportunities inside of memberships or or anything like that? And how has that worked for you? Yes. So I did a couple of um, guest speaking engagements. Um, and I, actually, I was invited as a copy coach in a mastermind because of some of the mini trainings I've been doing which, I mean, it's a mix of video and audio, but I think it's at the end of the day, it's the audio that matters. Um, So yeah, it's really like, it's an underrated tool, I believe. Like even as a copywriter, when I talk about, you know, leveraging your words or whatever, I believe that voice, um, like your audio is so important and really like, I guess, up-leveling your marketing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And and just allowing for some networking that may not have been possible if you wouldn't mm-hmm. have tried and ventured out and, and using your voice. How does, I know we've talked about this before, and I would love to get into a little bit more about personalities and how our personalities really kind of anchor and guide where we go for our marketing and our business. Can you talk to us a little bit more about what that looks like for you personally and how you support other entrepreneurs when they have different, you know, maybe quieter personalities. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. So personality is such a, such a big thing when you're a a personal brand. Um, Because at the end of the day, people buy from people. I know you've probably heard that. People have heard that over and over again. But um, so, sorry, my ADHD brain is like, doing some tangents um good it's all good <laughs> personalities that's something people struggle with in the online space especially like I'm gonna do copy first talk about copy and how you know how you can show up as yourself and we've gone through so much like I don't know like academic training if that's like a term where you're like, oh, you have to be like, there's so much rules and how to start a sentence and how to, how to whatever. And when people decide to go into business and start their own, like, I don't know, Instagram or email marketing, the first thing they go to me for is like, Colleen, yo, I don't know how to be myself. And when I try to compare like their post and versus when I speak to them, it's like completely different. It's like night and day. And I guess like people struggle so much to take that filter out, that mm-hmm. academic filter out. And I think that's the beauty of audio. Yeah. It's yeah. like... It just flows. 
It just because we're flows. used to talking. We're used to yes. talking. So is that how you help your clients then? Is that you just start pulling out copy from when they have conversations with you? Yes, exactly. Um, So that's one of my, I don't want to say taglines, but I guess at the core of my business, I always say that your brain dumps are really important to make my copywriting effective. So I could do like a 60 minute or 90 minute like kickoff call because like contrary to what people think that, you know, whatever they think isn't relevant to the copy and that I'm just, you know, going to write everything from my brain. It's Mm -hmm. not true. Um, My goal is to really incorporate who you are into your copy. So the more questions you answer (laughs) during our call, the better it is for your copy and for your audience. So I hope that answers your question. Yes. Well, there's a couple of things. Um, (laughs) I want to know, Do you use any tools, like any platforms for them to speak uh, comfortably or naturally that you have recorded or is it all just live? Like, you know, when you're, when they're doing brain dumps, is there any Mm -hmm. tools? Like, cause I know sometimes we overthink platforms. Like we have so many different platforms that we use. We were just talking about that before we hit record. And, Mm -hmm. and I just actually told a client because she's traveling and she's seen somebody a really good really good friend and and she actually wanted wants to interview them and Mm -hmm. I said well just use your voice memos on your phone and she's like what do you mean voice memos and so I did a little quick recording and I think that would be like an amazing tool to use for ourselves as a brain dump Mm -hmm. exercise right Mm -hmm. like just you know we get all these great ideas and we want to be able to get them out in copy form how does that look and work and I think Mm -hmm. that's an amazing tool so is there any other tools that you use or recommend Oh my gosh. Um, so when working with um, retainer clients, I always have boxer access. So when they yes. think of something, they can just like brain dump in there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to your voice messages. Because um, I noticed that people struggle with just answering my form sometimes. So I'm just like, okay, let's just make it easier for everyone. Because like you did come for me for copy. I don't, don't expect you to answer things like word it out so maybe if it's easier if you just like talk to me tell me what you think and I think it's so helpful for people that struggle with with writing their stuff in one of the coaching sessions I did um there's this lady called her name's Dahlia and she's so good at video and explaining things and when it comes to her copy it's just all over the place so I was like, okay, hold up. Maybe if you just start recording yourself, mm-hmm. I think that would really help. And I think the other ladies in the mastermind recommended Otter. Oh, yes. Yeah. For transfers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I've used Otter and I've used, uh, I used Descript as well. And they're both just fantastic to be able to get yeah. like what you're saying yeah. in, in written form. Then you can kind of yeah. pull that written form. That's like a super great tip. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I like so that. I was like, yeah, I think that's a pretty cool hack. And it's like, if you have the framework and then you have, like, the transcript, yo, all you have to do is, like, kind of arrange it in a way that it flows better um, when you turn it into, like, you know, a caption or an email or whatever, right? Yeah, I love that. I'm just writing down some notes because I want to make sure that we have some of these platforms for, for listeners to, like, totally check out. Not mm-hmm. everybody uses, like, Voxer, and we think – 
you know, it's, it's becoming more and more well-known, but even mm-hmm. if people don't really realize they have voice memos app on their phone, how do they know mm-hmm. about Voxer? So there's a couple of really cool um, platforms there for sure for people to check out or apps or whatever. Yeah. I mean, if you guys have, I don't know if people use Telegram sure. um, or like WhatsApp, I, I know yes. there's like a folder yes. for yourself Oh, something like on my, so I'm part of this like Voxer group coaching week with someone. Mm-hmm. And then everything she sends, I just forward to like my saved messages. Oh, just that's so like smart. Yeah, all my because they disappear. Because they disappear, right? It's so like your Voxer messages disappear after a certain amount of yeah. time. But yeah, but for Telegram, it doesn't because it's like it's okay. free forever. Okay. Um, and I think Voxer is pretty affordable. But if you don't want to like, you know, add to your like tech stack or whatever, yeah. just your normal like your regular like messaging app for sure Mm -hmm. has like a folder for yourself that's where all my notes are all my hashtags are when I forget them Mm, um that's a great tip too yeah so you guys don't need to like spend a ton keep things in a folder on on the go because that's where we kind of start thinking is like on road trips or if you're like in transit or you know all those places where we listen to podcasts or get brilliant ideas Mm or you know we have our phones with us so how do we use them I think that's yeah exactly it's like leveraging what you already have instead of Mm -hmm. like trying all these like platforms and then just piling up on your overhead costs Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of overhead no me so, either. Me either. Yeah. Sometimes you have to like edit that every now and then too. Yeah. So tell me about like your personality because you talk lots on your social media and you're very open about how your personality and being more introverted impacts how you run your business. So how like you've talked about how you help your clients. How do you help yourself or how how do you do your marketing differently? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think the biggest struggle I had when you know starting this business is finding my voice as an introvert as someone that doesn't do a lot of videos or someone that's you know always doing master classes or whatever I struggle a lot honestly but then I guess I got so tired of you know being boxed in with all these like content pillars or whatever that I just felt like I just needed to just like show more of my unfiltered thoughts, if that makes sense. I love that. Yeah. So when you, I think when you come to a point where you're like, I was just like, I'm so sick of, you know, just doing like all these copy hacks or whatever. And it just sounds like every other copywriter mm-hmm. in the online space. And I think sometimes I do still revert back to, to doing that because I think they're still helpful mm-hmm. um but when it, when all when everyone's post is like okay these are the top five CTAs mm-hmm. or you know like these are like um spicy headlines or whatever right. right it just gets so lost there's so much content out there um so what I started doing is that I started incorporating like just my daily life basically into my copy so if I experience something for example I'm gonna do this post later or whenever I remember but I just brain dump on my notes and for example this incident happened earlier my first pass to the client she wasn't like exactly happy about it Mm -hmm. and then 
after I did a second or like did a revision, she was obsessed with it. Okay. So this can turn into a post where I'm like, people might think that copywriters, you know, just nail it the first time. No, that's not true. This is why you shouldn't be hard on yourself when you're writing. It takes practice and, you know, a B minus is okay. Yes, just like I love that. So that just feels more like people can relate to that way more because I think yeah. me and you had a conversation. I, I always get in my head about content too. And, and I've just kind of hit pause on that for so long. And that's why I've started mm-hmm. this, but mm-hmm. you, you gave me permission to say it's okay to not do pillar content, Kim. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I just love that. That was a perfect example of how you can bring that in. And it, it's just, more timely. It resonates mm-hmm. with more people. People just get who you are as a human being and as a copywriter. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm so glad, honestly, because like even I see a lot of people get stuck mm-hmm. because of all these like pillars and whatever. And it's just so Instagram now is so different mm-hmm. from when we all started last year. Yeah. Right. I think most of us started our business last year, like early last year, Mm -hmm. and everyone is trying to have like the best, like, you know, graphics, Mm -hmm. the best instead of this, do this. Um, But I think with other platforms blowing up, like podcasting and TikTok, people are looking for something more, I guess, natural and conversational. Mm -hmm. Um, and when you're a personal brand, you know, at the end of the day, like for sure, people look up to you for your expertise, For sure, but they also want someone that gets them. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I, yeah. I, yeah, I remember right when I first started, I had content built out for three months. Ooh, like, wow. oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's great. Like it was like twice a week. I was very consistent, but it mm-hmm. didn't, it wasn't timely. It didn't resonate. If something mm. came up, I didn't really talk about it. I should have, like, mm-hmm. it was terrible. It was terrible. So I completely wiped it all out. And, um, yeah, I just think I think that direction makes way more sense. And it also breathes more life into what you're doing. And you can have fun with it again. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what it needs to be for us as business owners, too. Yes, we need to show our expertise. Yes, we need to do all these things. But, but we also still want to have fun so that we stay in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I think... Of course, the hustle, sometimes we get lost in it and everything, but having fun is so important, I believe. And yeah. I've worked with coaches that said, okay, Colleen, you need to do this and this before you start having fun. And I'm like, I know, I know. but I'm a manifesting generator. <laughs> right? I just need to like follow yeah. my gut. And yes. it just feels so suffocating. Yes. Like I did not build another like nine to five job, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, right? Yes. So, oh my yeah, gosh. exploring well, is so exploring. important. That's, I actually just had a conversation with another entrepreneur just yesterday, and she uh, worded it as the ability to play in different areas of your business because mm-hmm. you want to, that's, that's why you're in this. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we would stay in corporate. So that actually is timely. That was uh, one of my next questions for you. You do come <laughs> from like that corporate background, like a lot of people that have, have experienced that and then moved into this online space. How how do you see, because you worked in that field mm-hmm. and you worked in the traditional marketing field and, and, and you know, 
how how do you see it like different? How do you see it different than like how you do things and how things are operated and what you see in this online space? Because I feel like they are just two completely different beasts. Mm, yeah, I agree with you. Um, so I think when I first dabbled into this space, I was like so shocked <laughs> with what mm. people were teaching. I was like, what? What are you talking about? Because yeah. <laughs> I come from like the mofo tofu people that talk yes. about funnels and everything yeah. and awareness stage and whatever. Like, sure, it was kind of similar. There's some overlap, yeah. For some. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I noticed that in corporate people are more – KPI driven, mm-hmm. SWAT driven, you know, yes. porters, all those kind of like, I don't know, corporate stuff. <laughs> yeah. But when it comes to, you know, the online space, I think it's just more, sure, you can still be strategic and everything, right? For sure. But it's being more flexible and just being more you. I know that sounds like BS. Because, like, everyone says that, and it's so hard to, like, just follow through on that. But I realized that I noticed more people, like, were attracted to my brand once I just, you know, let let go a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I think you just kind of said it right there. It's you have the ability to shine, like, your personality is able to shine in this world versus corporate world and I think I think what you were able to bring forward was a really good foundation of what you know and how you can support people but but there's so many differences there are some overlapping but I love that you can your personality can shine more Hello Audio is one of my favorite hosting platforms for many reasons let's hear a little bit more about them I'm going to let you in on a little secret private audio feeds This means you can take the audio from content you've already created and share it with your paying customers. With Hello Audio, you can create private audio feeds in minutes. Check out the show notes for the link or go to helloaudio.fm for more information. How did did you know that copywriting was where you wanted to focus some attention? Um, Okay, so I guess a quick backstory. Yeah. Um, I've been like writing since 2016. Um, it was mostly like an outlet when I was taking up grad school because I was like so burnt out. I did it full time and I was just like, this sucks not having money. And like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I'm so used to like having like a monthly income that not having that was just driving me nuts. So I started like blogging um, for people and then I realized like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool. And that it's always been like a mainstay on top of my corporate job. It just felt like a good move to have, to pay, like pay rent with freelance money versus it dipping into my corporate income. So I was very strategic in that kind of way. Like I, that's how I, that's how my brain works. Like, okay, I'm working this for this so that my income stays intact and whatever. Um, but when the pandemic hit, it was just a whole different ball game in the corporate world. Working from home was just insanely hard. People were like creeping on your hours, creeping on your lunchtime. It just felt like 
my gosh, I was getting anxiety anxiety attacks um, in my own home, which I felt was like that is crazy. I've crazy. never actually heard someone explain how corporate life was working from home before. Yeah. That was like really insightful and like yeah. absolutely crazy. That's bonkers. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. It was a I had a mental breakdown. Um, wow. And that's when I found out I had ADHD as well. So it was a lot to take in. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to be chill and do freelance writing when I quit my corporate job. And I was like, okay, I don't know how to do this. Like I've been doing it, sure, through Upwork or like referrals. Um, I'm like, I'm sure like I can make an income out of this. But then eventually I was like, I hate blogging. <laughs> It was just so draining. And then I got targeted by ads on copywriting. And I'm like, ooh, oh, what is that? And yeah, that's it's basically kind of that world. So you've always yeah. had like an interest and kind of a love for writing. Because yeah. I always say like there's got to be like one platform that you really want to be able to build your mm-hmm. content in. And it's either blogging, videos, or mm-hmm. audio. I think yeah. you use a good blend of all three, actually. Thank you. I do. Like, because even though you don't like video, you're still incorporating it. And it gets, it, it allows people to see a peek of who, who Colleen is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's not long enough for you to be exhausted and burnt out from, because I think that's the other thing is that if it completely exhausts you, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think it should be sustainable for you. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people, for a long time, I thought the missing piece in my business was Instagram stories, okay? Yeah, yeah. I took probably, I don't know, two programs to master it. Mm-hmm. But since it was like, I, I felt was so against who I am as a person, mm-hmm. I was like, no amount of money I invest in like learning this shit. Sorry. Um, (laughs) it's true. It's true. (laughs) Right. It's just, it's just against like who I am. Like, and it's the same for other people, like with email marketing, it's just like, oh, I feel like it's such a chore or whatever. And then I got advice from someone who's like, okay, if you look at it as a money generating activity, won't it like Mm -hmm. motivate you? I'm like, no. (laughs) Right. Because it doesn't matter how much money in the world you make. If you're not happy doing what you're doing, you're going to be no. burnt out and exhausted. You're going to quit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. good. What's What's the favorite? What's your favorite part of what you do um, in your client work? What's your favorite part of it? Okay. I guess assembling their brain dumps is my favorite part. I guess an example would be like there was this life coach I did like a sales page project for. And then I was like, okay, like, let's talk about your method, your secret sauce or whatever. And she was like, I don't have any. And I'm like, for sure you do. So let's like, let's talk it through. And then it was just so fun. She was like so happy to see like, she apparently has a framework and to bring it to life and put a name to it. It just felt, it, it, it that's what fulfills me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, no, I love it. Because I think I think that's kind of just like a fun insight of mm-hmm. of what lights you up and mm-hmm. and how people can work with you, like mm-hmm. and why, why they would mm-hmm. want to, because everybody needs to write better copy. I think that's like like um yeah, 101 should be like top. 
priority. Yeah, a copy is set. I think copy, like people don't realize how important it is for their business. Uh-huh. They're like, you yeah. know, I can write. I mean, everyone can write, no shit. Yeah. Um, but to really like use storytelling, yes. I think it's, yeah. Really? The and why? Piece. Why storytelling? Yes, because people resonate with stories. Why do you think yeah, people like love watching movies, read books? Mm-hmm. Um, why do you think Taylor Swift kind of like pivoted into like right. the whole storytelling lyrics? Mm-hmm. I'm such a Swifty, so this pivot didn't like resonate with me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And it just dropped too, right? Didn't it? Her new yeah, album? This morning. Oh yeah. My gosh. Let's just say my friends and I did a post mortem and we were Is that not right? happy. Hey? Wow, I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. I'm totally gonna have yeah. to check it out. What's what's in the future for Colleen and the Copy Tea? Like, do you see what do you see in the next year? I don't I don't think like in five years. Like, what? Let's be realistic. What do you oh see God. in the next year? Um, in the next year, probably... any projects you're working on that you're just super stoked about or collaborations? Yes. So I I super love collaborations right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I just see like. Everyone's like transitioning into an agency and I'm just like, that's just not for me. You know, I don't mm-hmm. want to like manage, you know, people. Tons of people. Yeah. That's <laughs> Tons totally of people. I'm like, yep. you know, create like a solid team. Like you have to network really well. And like, like you and I, we spoke about collaborating in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm collaborating with a designer and like an automation specialist. Like there's so that's much so cool. opportunities there. So collab is the way to go for me. Mm-hmm. And I think serving serving more for sure. Um, instead of like just doing a lot of one-to-one, I'm planning on doing like group intensives in the future. Oh, that's exciting. Um, group programs I can't do because, my God, recording is just a pain. Okay. Yes. Right. Yes. So. yes. But group intensives sound exciting. Yes. That does yeah. sound exciting. And I think That's there's so exciting. many different ways to be able to operate your business. And I think you just got to mm-hmm. try and see what fits and what doesn't and and try because one-on-one is fantastic. I love that part, mm-hmm. but um, it, it can be a little exhausting when there's only one of you, right? Because a lot yeah. of us are still solopreneurs until we get a small team, if that's what we so choose. Um, yes. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of it's work. It's a lot of work. And you have to prepare yourself like mentally and financially for like hiring yeah. people. And it's like, oh, I can barely like put three posts up. Like, I know. I know. how can y'all expect me to like manage a person? Can't. I know, I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love it. If people are trying to find you, uh, Colleen, what's the best way they can get a hold of you or find you on the internet? Sure, you can find me on Instagram at the copy T. Um, yeah, awesome. I'm the girl that has a squirrel on her bio. Everyone's just like, oh, you're the squirrel girl. Yes. I love that. I love that. Okay, before we go, I'm actually going to go into a couple of rapid fire questions, but is there anything that I didn't cover today that you really want to talk about or or mention okay I think if there's something I would love to you know impart that sounds so funny um to people but like you know ditch the copy templates please okay because I think they like constrain you Mm -hmm. it actually doesn't really help you get content out it's just, I've had so many clients come to me like, hey, Colleen, I bought this template, but like, I still don't know what to write, right? Uh-huh. So my 
I guess, suggestion would be to just to learn how to think deeper, mm. upgrade your brain dumps. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as I spoke about earlier, just try posting from a unfiltered, like, perspective mm-hmm. with zero expectation on that post. Like, it shouldn't be like, this post will make or break, you know, my income this month. It should just be like, okay, like a diary post or something, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Zero expectations. That's tough. That's tough for us to let that go. But I think that's really important for people to hear because that's what will set you apart at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's how you will shine. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love this. I love this conversation so much. Oh my God. I You're love so, it too. So great. Okay, so a couple of rapid fire questions. Don't overthink them. Okay. What What is your superpower, Colleen? Oh my God. Um, I think problem solving. I, okay. I really I work really well under pressure. Okay, so how do you how do you shake off a crappy day? Like it's been like a crazy day and you're exhausted. How do you shake off? How do you shake oh it off? Oh my god. I actually don't shake it off. I just kind of feel my feels and then I turn it up a notch and then feel it even more with like some all too well, you know, playing more Taylor Swift, like one of her older albums and just crying it out honestly helps me. Mm -hmm. But if I have to like power through that and just do something, I would use an ice pack to just like wake me up like. Oh yeah, gosh, I like that. Yeah. What's your favorite part of being an entrepreneur now that you have ventured into this world and you've seen both sides, corporate and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship? What's your favorite part? Um, I think the flexibility in time. Mm-hmm. Like I think just do whatever I want. Like yeah. I want to wake up at, you know, eleven, you can. and stop working at like two or not even work. It's just like, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my favorite part, honestly. I love it. I love Plus it. the income, of course. Absolutely. Making a living. Okay. And last one, if you had a warning label, what would it be? Oh my God. Um, Squirrel brain. (laughs) (laughs) Watch it. Beware. 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 Squirrel brain. (laughs) I will get distracted. (laughs) Oh, me and you, when we get talking, I tell you, um, I am definitely, I am definitely that as well. I have so many so many ideas and I'm a manifesting generator as well. So it's oh, just wait, like, this is why we're friends. It's just like, <laughs> it's a thing. I really have to write down to do lists to focus. It's, it's something. Thank you so much for being part of this conversation and being part of my journey on this audio adventure. I can't wait to see what's in the future for you and, and your business. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. Right on. Thanks so much for listening into the show. It truly means so much to me. You can check out the important links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes, and please join the conversation over on Instagram at me and James Co. I love hearing from you. There are so many great conversations coming up, so please make sure you are subscribed to Apple or Spotify or any of your favorite media players so that you don't miss out. And if you enjoyed the show today, please share and leave a review and a rating because it helps us so very much until next time.